everyone, I'm Regan. And I'm Jeff. And this is Man and Femme, Criterion Commentaries. A cinematic journey through the Criterion Collection. Why are you laughing? I'm not. Don't laugh at me. Alright, so today we are doing Spine Number 20, Sid and Nancy. It was written and directed by Alex Cox in 1986 and deals with Sid Vicious and his girlfriend Nancy. And the moral of the story is don't do drugs. Basically, it's an <laughs> hour and a half PSA about how being a junkie will ruin your life. Mm-hmm. You might accidentally kill your girlfriend and get away with it. Let me just say this. Edward Scissorhands. Based on Sid Vicious in this movie or what? Maybe. Didn't it kind of look... Well, and then the fact that he, like... Kind of cut up Nancy. And he's got cuts all over himself. Yeah. I just, that's just what I thought while we watched that little clip. I will say, I do think this is where the trend of cutting came from. No, probably not. It's probably a lot later, but still, I don't know why he would cut himself on stage. That's just weird. Because he was just out of control. I don't know. It was a, it was all spectacle. The only yeah. reason he was in the, band in the first place was because of the spectacle. No one knew what they were going to get. He couldn't even play an instrument to start out with. Mm-hmm. So is he like the punk version of the Kardashians? I don't know. I feel like he's the punk version of the Mickey Mouse boys band that they throw together. Mickey Mouse boys band? You know band? how like when they threw together like NSYNC or boy bands like that? Those guys don't oh. even know how to play music. Like instruments or anything? I don't know. Justin Timberlake is pretty talented. Is he in one of those Mickey Mouse boy things? Yeah, he was a musketeer. Oh my god. Where Sid Vicious would never be a musketeer. No. Only in a Banksy version of Dismaland, whatever mm. that thing he had, mm-hmm. that's where Sid Vicious would be in a boy band. That actually might be kind of cool. This whole movie is kind of... Well, it's bookended with the murder of Nancy. And the middle part is... We basically learn how they met. And we just watch their relationship completely spiral out of control. To the point where... I I think that if Sid hadn't killed her... She would have killed herself and tried to kill him. I don't know. She was... She basically got him doing heroin because she was buying drugs and he was like, can I try some of that? Oh, so he did coke before? The, he, I think they just got drunk and smoked weed and then all of a sudden she was buying heroin and he wanted to like... Because I thought you told me that his mom was the one that had introduced heroin to him and that after he got out of jail, his mom... Gave him heroin, and that's how he overdosed. Maybe in real life. In the movie, they make well, it seem I mean. like like she's the one who got him into heroin. Like he's a good, he was a good boy. But I did read online that his mom got him into drugs when he was a kid, and that when he got out of jail for Nancy's death, she gave him heroin and he overdosed. I don't know. Gary Oldman's good in the movie. Yeah, very good. And the girl from China Beach, which I can't remember her name right now. Nancy? Yeah, Nancy. I, well, I mean her I don't know real, her name. real name. I didn't write it down. I forgot to. But, yeah, she's she's good as well. 
I, it's just, it was kind of hard for me to watch. It just was so destructive. Like, that you could get to that place in your life. Where you, you were know. so messed up. Mm-hmm. And then people don't... then use you for that being messed up and just put you on stage because they think that it's, well, as they said, Sid is a fabulous disaster. Yeah. Well, part of that, like the whole sex pistols thing doesn't bother me as much because that's kind of more, that was more of the punk scene, like the screw the establishment type of a thing. Like I can, I can get behind some of that. I understand why punk started, but for me, like the hard part to watch was just them doing drugs and their lives completely just going to shit because of it. Well, he goes from being basically on top of the world where he should be making money like crazy to living in absolute squalor to the point where they burn their apartment. Their apartment starts on fire and then they just sit there all high watching it and almost die. Yeah. I did think it was funny and I don't I think you said this while we were watching the movie. I think you said that Sid Vicious was like the hype man. Mm-hmm. In the Sex Pistols, kind of like Flavor Flav was it yeah. in Public Enemy. Exactly. Pretty funny. I thought the part where he walked through a glass door was pretty nuts. That was nuts. Um, there's one scene in particular that completely exemplifies their entire relationship. They're in an alley, I think in New York, kissing, and garbage is just raining down all around them. It was a beautiful shot, but it mm-hmm. basically just kind of was, this is their relationship. It's the two of them and their destructive love in the middle of this just trashy world that they live in. Mm-hmm. You know you're a destructive and terrible human being when you make Johnny Rotten look like an angel. Mm-hmm. I mean, he ends up looking like the good guy in this movie. I did find the... Like when Sid was trying to go out on his own and have his own career and they're shooting his music video and he's like walking down the stairs, the stairs that are all lit up, like that shot was really cool. But I did kind of find it disturbing that he like shot everybody up in the theater. Yeah, he killed everybody while singing I I Did It My Way. Mm -hmm. Which... Which he didn't do it his way. No. In life. No. And also, like, I mean, everyone in the theater was was rich, so I can understand that that's where he was going with that, but I don't know, I guess now that we've had actual mass shooters go into theaters, it just takes a whole different context than maybe it would have in 1986 or, you know, in the 70s when he came out with his music video, which I haven't watched the original, so I don't really know exactly what it's like, but... I don't either. I just know that, like, soon after that is when she started, like, talking about how she wanted them to die together, and that life wasn't worth living, and she was trying to get him to kill himself. Like, she... I think she tried to get him to promise to a suicide pact, and then when she really wanted to go through with it, he told her to fuck off, basically. I don't know. I mean, and their relationship went from being, like, puppy love to, like, a codependency that was just creepy. 
Mm-hmm. And then, you know, drugs, and he, I remember he punched her. It started getting, like, physically violent, and I think she probably beat on him. Oh, yeah. And I'm he sure. beat on her. It was just kind of weird because, I mean, you took more of the suicide pack stuff that she was going for. Like, you you caught that more, and I kind of caught the other side more where she seemed to be the only one who, like, had any faith in Sid to actually be something more than the hype man. And she was the one who was trying to push him to learn how to play the guitar and and she was the one who was like, oh, Sid, I thought we said we weren't going to do drugs anymore, and comes home, and he and another guy are playing guitars, and they've obviously been using, and she gets really pissed off about it. So for me, she was the only person in his life that had, like, hope of him being something other than just a loser. I think Johnny at first did, too, because they he was trying to get him not to do drugs and stuff, to try to get him, like back on track and they the whole band wanted to cut Nancy out of his life so that he could like get his shit together while they were on tour and she was just the one that was like messing with his head and keeping him from getting the job done yeah I mean her own family when she would call them didn't want to have anything to do with her because she was always trying to scam money out of them to the point where when they went and visited her family in New York they made her and him leave early Granted, they were probably the worst house guests you could ever have. Mm-hmm. But I, I see what you mean. I mean, she went even so far as to, like, try to... She offered to have sex with a promoter if he would just book some concerts for him. Yeah. And so she gets these concerts booked, and then that's when she comes back and finds him using again. That, and that's kind of when she seemed to give up. Yeah. She got him three concerts for $20,000. And then he just, the fir- I think the first one went okay, and then the second one was just a disaster. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this movie. The ending was weird. I mean, it seemed like he accidentally killed Nancy. It wasn't like he murdered her. It was just like a dumb, he did something dumb. Yeah. And then she dies in bed with him cuddling, kind of. I and then ends up crawling were... into the bathroom. Yeah. But she was in, in the bed the with him for a while. Because the bed was also. And then when he gets let out of prison, he goes to some pizza joint in the middle of nowhere that seemed like a dream or a hallucination. Yeah, that was weird. And then he starts like dancing with some black kids mm-hmm. who seem to know who he is. I don't know about they that. They called him Sid. Oh, they did? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, speaking of that ending, like there was a point in the movie where they were inside of a diner and you see like the camera is shooting through a window to the outside where I think he's like in a parking lot, possibly using a payphone or something like oh, that. Yeah. And so it looks like a landscape painting on a wall where he's on the outside and then at the end of the movie kind of flips and he's on the inside, which I thought that was that was interesting. Um another thing that I noticed was pretty much starting like halfway through the movie, every time we see Nancy, we see her, and we also see her reflection in a mirror as well. And so, I don't know, I thought that was a really interesting choice, and I'm not sure exactly what the purpose was behind it, just because I don't know much about Sid and Nancy at all, and I really don't care to learn too much more about them. But I don't know if they were trying to show 
her duality of character and say that, or maybe make a commentary on how we, what we really don't know what happened to Nancy and we really don't know who Nancy was. You know, because some people think that she was just a groupie who was hanging out with bands, sleeping with different band members. But then we see from Sid's perspective, you know, she was his everything. So, I don't know, I, I found that interesting. It seemed like he was probably, we never meet his mom, but he's still living at her house when they first meet. So it seems like he's entirely codependent on his mother to start out with. And then he replaces his mother with Nancy. You kind of did that too. I did, I <laughs> kicked Nancy out of the house before things got too far. No, I mean with me. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, you were old when I met you. I don't know what else to say about this movie other than I felt really bad for their kitten. I don't know. It was a, it was a movie that I had wanted to see for a really long time, and it wasn't what I thought it would be. No, it was still a really good movie. It was good. I'd nev- I'm probably never going to watch it again. No, and I, I do not understand the romanticism that has like surrounded their lives. I also think it was really weird. That at the end, she just shows up again in that dream sequence thing, like in a wedding dress in a taxi to take him away. Well, that was the whole, like, Romeo and Juliet thing. You know, they died together. Now they can be together eternally. They didn't die together, though. Well, close enough. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make me want to do heroin. It makes me want to make sure I keep my job. And I stay healthy, and I don't cut myself with razor blades, even though I'm on stage and everybody wants me to. Yeah. Anyway, that was Sid and Nancy. Thanks again for listening. You can find us on iTunes. And we also have Instagram. No, we don't have Instagram. No. We've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. We've got iTunes. We've got SoundCloud. SoundCloud. So if you find us on iTunes, please leave us a rating because it helps other people find us easier. Just take five seconds and say how fun it is to listen to our podcasts. Other than that, we'll see you next week. Bye. Look a man, she's someone else.